Hey, everyone. Have you ever wondered if you can take things from fantasy and fiction and relate them to real life situations? Well, my next guest, Dr. Scarlett, does just that with two of her podcasts called Superhero Therapy and Harry Potter Therapy. So stay tuned, sit back, relax and grab your favorite beverage for a really great show coming up. See you there. Hello and welcome to another edition of Inside the Asperger Studios Presents Stories. Today on the show, I'm joined with Dr. Scarlett. Welcome to the show, Dr. Scarlett. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you, actually. I mean, we're both book geeks and we both love reading. Where did your love of reading come from? Uh, Well, I was born and raised in Ukraine, and books were just in general a big part of my childhood. Um, I um, had a lot of health issues as a child, and so spending a lot of my childhood in and out of hospitals, books were kind of my best friend. And Mm -hmm. so I I spent uh, a lot of my childhood reading, essentially, and a lot of times felt more connected and understood by fictional characters than by my own classmates and people my own age. Well, I mean, that kind of brings up something. I was listening to one of your videos on your website, and you mentioned that when you're out with friends, you you where they're having a good time, you're thinking about being back home reading a good book. And that's your good time. That's almost like me. I'm never comfortable or having a good time when I'm out with my friends. I'm I'm always thinking about what I'm about that book I'm going to read or what I'm going to do back home. I'm more comfortable home than I am out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can definitely relate to that. And I think um, just, um, I guess the, as, horrific as uh, a lot of the of course effects of the pandemic have been I was one of the people who was fortunate enough to be able to work from home mm-hmm. um, and so I absolutely relate being able to be at home with my books and um, you know being able to see my cats at any time that's been really nice and I also find that the people I tend to gravitate the most toward are people that also like books and you know fantasy and so that's the one time where I'm really comfortable is being able to talk to somebody else that likes books too well i mean just listening to your show i love the fact that you and dustin are able to reach into something like a harry potter book and see actual situations that you see in real life like when you guys are talking about the um silent treatment i mean i've been witness to that many times in my life growing up where either friends will just stop talking to me all together and won't tell me why. Or even just in like just being in a chat room and just nobody will talk to me and it just drives and it infuriates me because no one will say why. As it should. 
should. It should infuriate you, right? It's so unfair. I think, you know, language is there for us to communicate. And I think uh, whether it's the silent treatment or ghosting, I think Mm -hmm. it's really cool, right? To tell somebody, hey, you know, I, I have to go right now or, you know, I'm running out of time, you know, like, you know, I need to go to work or something. That's fine. Uh, but for people to just stop talking without an explanation, it's it's rude. I mean, of course, things happen, right? People's phones die and things like that. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you know, when somebody just stops communicating, it's because they don't want to tell us, you know, what the reason is. And, and then we're left guessing. And then we're left wondering, did I do something wrong? And we think we're being punished. And maybe it's just the other person doesn't have very good communication skills. And, and it's not fair. And I think that's why with books, it's so much easier. You know where they are. You know, they're not going to leave. Yeah. You know, those characters are going to be there for you. I mean, that's what I try to tell my friend, because we'll be in the middle mm-hmm. of a conversation, talking back and forth online. And all of a sudden, he'll just stop. Yeah. And he'll come back later. I'm like, you just can't drop everything and I know you're a busy life helping your family out but you just can't just stop talking to me talking to me and expect me to go oh you're busy I don't know you're busy yeah you can just just say you could just say like hey I'll talk to you in a few hours I gotta go yeah I mean he's my mom my mom comes up to me and she smacks me in the back of my head says come on help me I'm like you could just send a quick text hey Gotta go. I gotta go. And I'll understand. Yep. yep. But anyways, let's get started. Where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Ukraine uh, of the former Soviet Union. So that's where I lived for the first 12 years of my life. All right. What motivates you, inspires you, and drives you? Um, wow, what a great question. Thank you for asking that. Um, I think a few different things. One is helping people. Um, I'm really driven to make some kind of a difference in this world and being able to assist even one person with one issue just is something that really gives me joy. I'm really driven by creativity. So being able to create things, whether it's a podcast episode, whether it's writing some kind of a story. Um, And I'm also really driven to promote mental health awareness because for me growing up, I thought I was the only one you know, feeling like an outcast, feeling like I don't fit in, going through depression and anxiety, not knowing what those were. And so now my goal is to make sure that no child, teen or adult ever feels like they're the only one, that people know that their experiences are normal and that a lot of people are going through the same thing and so they never have to feel like there's not a space for them. All right. What What is the best compliment you've ever received? Oh my goodness, what a wonderful question. Um, Well, um, actually, earlier this morning, I was doing an interview and somebody said that I was a real life superhero. I think that was a pretty big compliment. Okay. What is your biggest failure and what did you learn from that experience? Oh my goodness, wow. Uh, Great question. So, oof, uh, to this day, this is painful to talk about. So I do a lot of presentations, um, most of them for psychologists, where I talk about the importance of understanding people's passions, right? Pop culture, you know, books, movies, TV shows. Um, And uh, 
I, I'd been so busy um, and I was asked to give a talk for veterans, um, veterans who are struggling with PTSD. It was kind of a social outreach talk and it was supposed to be on suicide prevention for veterans. And that week I'd given a number of other talks for providers. And when I showed up uh, virtually, I thought it was um, another talk for providers and I delivered mm. an, the entire talk aimed at psychologists where it was where it was aimed at veterans and I'm still really ashamed of that because um, because of my busyness I dropped the ball and I didn't review my calendar to see who the talk was for and because of that I missed a really good opportunity to um, really reach this population that I really wanted to support that I was really excited to give a talk to and to this day I'm really kicking myself about it and really ashamed about it. All right. Tell me about three influential people in your life and how they impacted you. Oh, wow. Um, you, you ask such great questions. I love these. Thank you um, very much. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, I think uh, most of them are authors, actually. So um, I was growing up on um, Sherlock Holmes series. So, you know, although, of course, he's no longer alive, Arthur Conan Doyle. Um, Neil Gaiman is someone who really influenced me a lot uh, because he's just such a prolific writer and such a kind person. And for a while there, J.K. Rowling, because of her creation of the Harry Potter series, although I'm really heartbroken to see her stance on trans rights and mm -hmm. as a human being, as somebody that has a lot of trans friends, as somebody that supports the trans community, I cannot possibly agree with her. And so J.K. Rowling inspired me in terms of how to write and also inspired me on what not to do in terms of, um, you know, in terms of supporting or not supporting people. All right. What makes you feel inspired or like your best self? I think what makes me feel inspired is when I'm able to write something that seems to have reached someone. So when somebody um, says that they really benefited from a book I'd written or maybe a podcast I'd done or a talk I'd given, when, when I see the direct impact of my actions, it gives me the will to keep going, even when I'm exhausted, even when my imposter syndrome is high and I, you know, wondering if I'm doing a good job. All right. If you can turn back time and talk to your 18 year old self, what would you tell her? Oh, wow. Um, I think I would tell her, don't give up. I'd tell her it gets better. You know, I'd tell her, I know it's really, really rough right now, but if you keep going, you're, you're going to see how, how great things can turn around and how much of an impact you can make. All right. If you can have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? A billboard? Yes. Um, like uh, a public one outside? Yeah. <laughs> um, I would probably want it to say something like, you matter, so that everyone driving by it would be reminded that they matter, that they make a difference. All right. What do you think the world will look like in five years from now? Um, 
I'm hoping there will be more flexibility. I'm hoping that more people will have an opportunity to uh, work from home or work in the office, that more people will be able to create their own schedules, that there will be more opportunities for people to create their own jobs and do things that they're passionate about, such as become a full-time podcaster, for example. And so I'm hoping to see more creativity and more flexibility for what people's professional job looks like and for what their life as an adult looks like so that people can design their own lives. All right. What was your favorite subject in school? Mm. Wow. Um, Well, uh, I guess it would have to be psychology and creative writing, Um, but there were a lot of classes I enjoyed. All right. Would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Oh, introvert, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be and why? I think it would be for, for my writing, for being an author and supporting people's mental health for writing. All right. Now, why don't you tell us a little bit of why you started your podcast? Um, Well, I wanted to be able to share the notion that stories can help us to better understand ourselves. And I've done that through a book. And I know not everyone has access or the means to afford a book. And so I wanted to create something that would be a free resource that people could listen to and also to be able to go a little bit deeper with information um, and to explore mental health through the lens of something people know a lot about, such as Harry Potter and Star Wars, Supernatural, et cetera. And so it also became a really great project for me and my partner to bond over. So it's something that we really enjoy doing together. All right. Now we get to the part of the podcast where we ask you some fun questions. What is your favorite word? Oh, my goodness. Um, This might sound weird, but writing. Like, with the double you writing. All right. What is your least favorite word? That's a hard one. Um, Honestly, I would have to say any derogatory words, like any words that involve prejudice. All right. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, and emotionally? Um, Again, I think this idea that what I'm writing, what I'm creating makes a difference and that it will help somebody. All right. What turns you off? I think what turns me off when I'm being creative is when it becomes flat, when it feels forced, as opposed to something that feels a little bit more organic and natural. All right. What is your favorite cuss word? (laughs) Uh, Oh, my goodness. What a hard one. There's so many. Um, I don't know. I I think uh, we're allowed to curse on this. Yes. Um, probably damn it. I think that's just something that comes up a lot. Right. What sound or noise do you love? Mm. Um, it's going to sound weird, but um, I like the sound of silence. Sometimes it's just so relaxing and so mm-hmm. needed as opposed to the overwhelming sound of too many noises um, and the sound of ocean waves. All right. What sound or noise do you hate? 
Um, so I'm somebody that gets overstimulated. And so repetitive, loud noises are ones that really, really bother me or multiple noises at once. So when there's, let's say, a TV show and a podcast and somebody's talking to me at the same time, that's those kind of sounds. All right. What is your favorite color? Red. What is your least favorite color? I'd have to say pink, All even right. though they're closely related. <laughs> All right. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? So I, I think I'm attempting it now. So I am a psychologist by profession and I'm attempting to become a writer. So I've been a nonfiction writer and now I'm attempting to become a fiction writer. All right. What profession would you not like to do? Um, a lawyer. I, I have so much respect for lawyers. I just don't think it's something I could ever do. All right. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh, um, I think maybe something like you did a great job or, you know, you really made an impact. When you arrive at heaven, who would you like to meet? My grandpa. My grandpa was one of my biggest role models growing up, the kindest person. And so it would be really nice to see him again. All right. What books do you recommend my audience read? Um, other than Harry Potter. Other than Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, so I am a big fan of the Shadowhunter series, um, especially the sequel, uh, the sequel. So Dark Artifices is one that nice. I've really liked. But I have to say probably my favorite series of all time is Scythe, The Arc of Scythe by Neil Shusterman. Um, so I'd probably recommend that one. All right. And finally, where can people find you on the web? Oh, great question. So uh, my website is superhero-therapy.com. On Twitter, I am at Shadow Quill. And on Instagram, I am Dr. Janina Scarlett Official. And that's it, ja Dr. Janina Scarlett of Superhero Therapy. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Dr. Scarlett. Thank you so much for having me. Not a problem. Don't go waste it.